Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Live Nourish podcast. Hope you're all having a great week so far. Today is super exciting because it is the 50th episode that I have put out on the podcast and it's just really crazy to think that I've done 50 episodes, you know, doing solo episodes and then also just having so many great conversations with just so many amazing women all about just health, wellness, women's health, and yeah, there's just so much. And I just really want to thank you all for your support. It really just truly means just so much that you all enjoy listening each week and that you just, you know, look forward to the episodes that I put out. So with that, this is going to be the last episode of season three. I'm taking a break for the summer to just, you know, relax spend time with my family. I don't know about you guys, but the summer just always makes me so like nostalgic and just I think just a lot about my time just growing up with my cousins because we would always spend like the whole summer together going to like water parks, going to the beach, having picnics, eating ice cream, and just like the past two summers like it's just made me just feel like so nostalgic and so yeah just you know spending time with family and friends and just really soaking up the sun and so yeah I'm just be taking a little burry and so in the fall I will I'm not too sure about this yet but I don't know if I'm going to be doing an episode each week or doing it twice a month just with work and all but yeah so I'm not too sure on the changes there and then I also just wanted to say that I have been struggling just with my health recently and I don't really share too much on Instagram with that, just what I'm going through like currently, just because it is just quite private and just personal. I don't want to share everything. I know Instagram can seem like I have my life put together, got all my ducks in a row, everything's okay, but I um, am just like, yeah, going through some things right now and I'm still very much so on a healing journey as lots of people are as well. And so with that, I've just, I'm really going to be taking the summer off to just do some things, um, just like for my health. I don't really want to share right now. Um, I may share like later, like once I guess I've like gone through it, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. And yeah, just saying that like Instagram is a highlight reel. No one's life is perfect, even though it may seem like it, everyone's going through something and often with healing and just health and just honestly really with anything it's often like two steps forward or sorry three steps forward two steps back and yeah just everything's you know it's a journey and it's yeah people are just going through things and so I think it's just easy to be like wow that person has like their life just all together like I want their life and then we just fall into the comparison trap and I'm like quite guilty of that just quite recently um it can just be hard to see like what other people are doing and just compare your life or your body or like your career to other people and so yeah with that I want to talk about just like 
focusing more on just like romanticizing your life and the little moments. Michelle Reed, uh, she's a YouTuber and I actually had her on the podcast. Um, if you go back a little bit from episode 16, and she really talks about this in her YouTube videos, just about romanticizing this, like the little things, like the little joys in life. And I just think that is so, just I guess underrated. Not many people like always do that, but I think it's just like important to do and just focus on like the little things that like bring you joy, and also just focusing on gratitude too. I think is just like so important because there's we we just have so much to like to be thankful for and. We can often just take lots of things for granted and so and then yeah just with gratitude i've just kind of forgotten about it all and just like being grateful i used to write like in my little like gratitude journal just like three things every day of what i was grateful for and just kind of fell off that track and just recently i've just been really ruminating on my symptoms just with health and and it's just it can just lead you down like a really bad just like rabbit trail and just just feeling just like so down and yeah so I definitely obviously want to change that and also and to just also start doing things that I enjoy and that I miss doing that things I used to do when I was younger or even just like a few years ago um just like with like reading books for example I used to read fiction books but now I just read non-fiction books so like Christian living and then health and wellness, which is great, but I think I'm just always reading books to just better myself and just like keep learning, keep growing, which is like good, but I feel like it can just be an idol and yeah, I just want to like read books that are like, you know, fictional and like for example, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna start reading Anna Green Gables, which I like watched the movie when I was younger and I actually have never read the book, so I'm getting on that. <laughs> and also just like painting, like drawing dancing like I grew up doing dance and I just haven't done it in just like so long and yeah just things that like I miss and yeah and I think it's just important to like just do things that you enjoy. So that's my little life update and so on today's episode I have on Kelly and she is a good Instagram friend of mine we connected I think it was over it's been over a year and we just talked about her personal health journey um, with mold, toxicity, living abroad, we go into like drainage, detoxification, and then we end it off with the nervous system and ways to help support it. So I know you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation that I had with Kelly. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. For sure. So could you just tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and what you currently do? Yeah, so I am living in California right now in Santa Cruz, and um, I'm actually studying to become an IHP, so it's an integrative health practitioner and going back to school. I'm not working full-time right now. I just have a little side job, so that's mostly what I'm spending my time doing is focusing on school, and I'm hoping to take clients as soon as possible to work mm -hmm. with um health and root cause and integrative health and yeah I'm really excited about that yeah that seems pretty exciting especially since I know we're gonna get into it but like since you've been like through like your own like health journey yes for sure so with that like how did you get like into nutrition like health and wellness yeah well, I actually um, got into health and nutrition based on my own health journey so I've had quite a few 
bumps in the road and just chronic symptoms that I've been dealing with over the past, I would say four years. Mm. Um, 2020 is really when I started my health journey, when I hit rock bottom with my health and my mental health, and I really just needed a change. Um, I found out I had PCOS and mold toxicity after running some blood work. Um, and I, I tried to think back, like when my symptoms started, I think they started really just growing up, like just building up over time. But 2018 was really when things got hard. Um, I was studying abroad in a couple different countries and living in really moldy buildings. And my symptoms mm-hmm. started to get worse, but I didn't really know anything about health or mold or anything like that. Um, and so, yeah, I think I, I just have been dealing with symptoms since, since then. And then 2020, I realized like I needed to change something. So that's kind of when I got into nutrition. I started working with a health practitioner and really just changed up my whole lifestyle and what I was eating and how I was sleeping and thinking about health. I've always been into health and like clean eating, but I really didn't know what that meant. Like, even though I liked clean eating growing up, I never ate gluten-free or dairy-free or figured out like what foods were best for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did cut out gluten and dairy to start with and a lot of inflammatory foods, um, like nightshades, tomatoes, potatoes, that kind of food. Um, and that actually really did help. I noticed um, a huge shift in my hormones. My hormones were super out of balance um, for 2020. And then when I worked on nutrition, that actually really helped balance everything out. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I still dealt with symptoms for a while. So then about a year later in 2021, I started working with a different health practitioner and using more cell core products um, and really focusing on order of operations to how toxins should be addressed. So I started focusing on parasites. And um, before that I did like a whole month worth of drainage and just getting my body ready to detox. And then um, going through mold and heavy metals and co-infections after that. So yeah, it's kind of been a long journey, but I've learned a ton and I'm really excited to help other people as well. I feel like my own struggles and my own health journey has really inspired me to want to do this as a career. Right. For so sure. Like to go back to school. Yeah. So with that, I guess with the symptoms that you started experiencing, you said you were abroad, like what symptoms like um, just like showed up? Yeah. Well, literally like the week I got there, I, um, I lived in Thailand for a little bit studying and then after that, I moved to Denmark to study. It's kind of two very different places, but yeah. both of them made me sick, actually. I don't regret them at all. I think they were really amazing experiences, and I, it's one of my favorite experiences of my life, actually. Um, but right when I got there to Thailand, it was, um, I think, in fall 2018, that was. I got bronchitis and ended mm-hmm. up in the hospital. And I actually got bronchitis one or two more times after that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I got upper respiratory tract infections, food poisoning, um, Mm. went in and out of the hospital quite a bit and put on like all these different medications that I reacted badly to, antibiotics, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, But I started experiencing symptoms that were like really strange that I feel like I'd never experienced before, like derealization and really bad heart palpitations. Like it felt like I was really not connecting with my surroundings, Mm. Uh, really bad anxiety. And then after that, I experienced like tremors and internal vibrations in my body and really rapid weight gain. Um, and before that, I think like even in college in 2016, I would have like really bad pain in my stomach. That I couldn't ever figure out what was causing that. Um, and then 2019, I moved to Denmark to study and 
I think we found out that there was mold in that building as well. I didn't know anything about mold toxicity though. So I was like, oh, that sounds bad, but I don't really know what that means. Mm -hmm. um, but I had the same thing where I had derealization and like really hard time sleeping where I would like, it felt like my body was shaking all night. Mm -hmm. uh, anxiety, depression. And then after that, I moved back home to California. Um, and then after that, I went to school, finished my last year in San Francisco in college. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, ever since then, like my symptoms had just continued that way. So my anxiety and depression um, increased a lot. And I would continue to gain weight rapidly and have joint pain and really bad gut issues and acid reflux. And um, I felt like no one could ever figure out what was going on, even doctors. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of crazy. Um, yeah, once I started working with an integrative health practitioner, I feel like that really turned things around for me, like figuring out how to focus on lifestyle and nutrition, and then focusing on toxins. I had never heard about toxicity before with like mold and parasites and Lyme, stuff like that. Yeah, that's crazy that you just experienced like so many different symptoms just like all at once, especially like when you're like in school and like you're in a new country you're in a new place um yeah it seems like it was just like a lot of obviously now um I guess like what lifestyle and like diet changes have just like have you made and like have like helped you I, I know you talked a little bit about that but like since then like I guess like since 2020 till now like what has like I guess really helped you yeah I would say kind of incorporating everything at once so it's not like one thing that I think mm -hmm. changed my life I think it's everything as a whole so looking at the body and lifestyle holistically. Um, so like I started changing up what I was eating, obviously. So I think cutting out gluten and dairy has helped a lot and all the nightshade vegetables. Um, since then, I've kind of had to figure out like what foods my body reacts well to and not well to. I've done some food sensitivity testing, um, just cutting out things that were causing inflammation and pain. And I can tell a difference. Like when I would eat nightshade vegetables and tomatoes in particular, I would get really bad pain in my arms and that has gone away since. So I know that that's really helping. I have um, incorporated some goat and sheep dairy back in, which is fine, but cow dairy is still a problem. <laughs> but I would say just focusing on nutrition and like learning about food combining and how to incorporate fats, protein and carbs. Mm -hmm. um, been helpful like knowing how to make my food and prepare it um, and learning about digestion and trying to reduce acid reflux that stuff has really helped um, and then focusing on sleep I really made that a priority because that's when your body like repairs itself and prepares for detox the most is when you're sleeping um, I went through a time when sleeping was really hard and I would like you know, kind of get those like jump scares when you're about to fall asleep and your body like sh shakes and wakes you up. And that would happen all night. Um, mm -hmm. I've incorporated some things like melatonin and, um, you know, things like that just to get my body to sleep better and just make it a priority to go to sleep early and wake up a little earlier. And then really focusing on relaxing. So like, I think my whole life I've just been a really high stress person and really anxious and just wanting to be a perfectionist and do everything the best that I can and be really busy. Um, but I've been trying to slow down more and really let my body rest and listen to my body and what it needs. Um, so really prioritizing that and even including like medica meditation and breath work and um, 
you know, we can go into like nervous system stuff later, like EFT mm-hmm. tapping and stuff like that, but just making that a priority to let my body do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, thinking about how I spend my time, like spending it with people and even going outside to take a walk or exercising things to get my body moving and incorporating joy into my life where I can has really helped my mental health. Um, And then the other thing would be focusing on toxicity. So really addressing toxins in the right order. I went through a mold protocol for a long time that I feel like didn't really help me that much. I didn't notice a ton of changes. I'm sure it was doing something. um, But when I learned about order of operations and how to address drainage and parasites first, that was really, really helpful. That really changed the game for me. Um, I've noticed a lot of symptoms decrease since then. Mm-hmm. I would say those are the main things. Um, just really figuring out like what's best for my body and how to spend my time is really mm-hmm. helpful. I was just going to say that just so important because we're just also bio eventually bio individually different like from each other and so like what may work for like one person like won't work for like another but I think what you said there was like <laughs> drainage and then parasites is just like so key. Yes for sure. Yeah. So with that, like, I know that you did a series on your Instagram page all about drainage. So could you just talk about what drainage is and like uh, what it affects in the body and why it's important to start with it first when doing like a healing protocol? Yeah. So basically drainage is how your body detoxes and gets rid of toxins. Um, There's different parts of the drainage funnel is what we call it. So think of like an upside down funnel and there's different layers to it. Um, There's five different parts and it's important to start in the correct order so that your body drains properly. Um, So it's, it starts with the colon, making sure you're having regular bowel movements every day. That's like one of the most important things before starting any detox protocol. If you're not doing that, toxins aren't going to come out of your body properly and they'll recirculate and it'll just cause more symptoms. You really want to make sure to focus on this first, which I didn't know about before. I actually didn't do this the first time I started any sort of protocol. So it was really interesting to me to learn about that first. Um, and the second part is the liver and bile ducts, making sure your liver is working as properly as it can. I mean, you're never going to get drainage to function at 100% before starting a detox protocol if the reason for detox is causing drainage issues, if that makes sense. So you just do the best you can. Um, third part is lymphatic system. I like to do um, rebounding every day. So like jumping on a trampoline is really helpful. Um, and I also like to do castor oil packs, stuff like that. I'll go into more like specifics after. Um, fourth part is organs and tissues. And then the last part is your cells and making sure like your mitochondria is in good shape to be able to handle a detox. Um, so drainage is really, really important to go after first like even before you do parasites or mold or lime, whatever you're trying to get after, you need to make sure you do, I would say at least a month worth of a drainage protocol. Um, so I took a lot of supplements for that and then also incorporated um, different like lifestyle changes and activities that I could do every day. Um, so making sure you're doing like, you could do like abdominal massage, castor oil packs, making sure you stay hydrated. You could do um, dry brushing, gua sha in the morning, making sure you're getting enough sunlight every day and staying hydrated with enough minerals, um, making sure that you're eating healthy for your body um, and just not incorporating anything into your lifestyle that 
causes a lot of inflammation right now. So trying to cut out that, um, just really preparing your body to get rid of toxins. You know, I, I know a lot of people do like a heavy metal detox or a mold detox, and you don't want those toxins recirculating back into your body. So you want to make sure you're flushing them out properly. I hope that was mm-hmm. a good explanation. No, yeah, I think that's so important. I just remember like starting, I guess it was like a few years ago when I did like a candida cleanse, but there was, I didn't do any drainage like to start. And so it was just yeah I think like I don't even know if it did anything because I feel like they were just probably like recirculating just not leaving my body <laughs> um, so I remember, like working with a practitioner um when was it just like this past year and so we started like with drainage and then parasites and so now yeah. I'm doing like candida but I think it's just so key like starting with drainage yeah yeah that's actually what I did but um I did drainage for a month and then went into parasites mm-hmm. and I actually wasn't ready. So I did Mm. like a few days of a parasite cleanse and I was having a lot of detox reactions still. So that was kind of a key to my body to do drainage again. So Mm. I actually went into two more months of drainage after that, just preparing my body. So I think it is very bio-individual. Some people don't need that much drainage at all and they can do a cleanse and feel totally fine. Um, It really is based on your terrain and your body and how it reacts to things. Um, So that's why I'm not a fan of blanket protocols and just giving everyone a one-size-fits-all protocol but it really is helpful to work with a practitioner to know what's best for you yeah that's so true so could you just talk about the nervous system and why it's also like key to address that because I feel like with any type of protocol people just mainly focus on like supplements and like diet but like there's just so much more to it Mm -hmm. yeah so nervous system regulation is something I've incorporated recently. I really didn't know much about this before. Um, Even before I started or when I started parasite cleansing and focusing on mold and stuff like that, even with drainage, I didn't really focus on the nervous system. I was going to therapy and focusing on like trauma and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, which definitely contributes to chronic illness. Um, But I wasn't really doing any like nervous system regulation activities every day or anything like that. It's something I've learned about in the past few months. So I would say like any sort of trauma or stress that you've dealt with, which most people have some sort of stress in their life or something that's hard and has impacted their brain, um, those things can all lead to chronic symptoms over time if you don't deal with them, especially childhood trauma, which um, often leads to chronic illness and autoimmunity. you know, emotions affect different parts of your body. And, you know, even when you experience anxiety, you can feel like physical symptoms in certain parts of your body. So those things are really important to address. Um, I would say before, especially, but also during detox. Um, So your nervous system um, basically is like your body's command center and how you respond to things around you. And it also um, like, is similar to the limbic system, which is like your body's behavioral and emotional responses and how it responds to memories. Um, The limbic system incorporates different parts of the brain, like the hippocampus, hypothalamus, amygdala, things like that. I'm not like an expert on it, but that's what I know so far. (laughs) Um, Yeah, basically you really want to get your nervous system to a place where it can handle detoxing. And especially people who've lived in mold for a long time or have mold toxicity, they typically have 
um, well, a lot of people have limbic dysfunction afterwards where their body is like triggered by everything and can't relax, can't get into um, a parasympathetic state. So you really wanna make sure to be doing two things. One, addressing trauma um, and any sort of stress you've had. And then um, number two is addressing your nervous system and doing exercises every day to get your body calmed down into a place where it can handle doing a detox. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's just so important because I've been focusing on that more as well. Um, just because, yeah, like I said, with like focusing on like supplements and diet, like, yeah, those are like, of course, like so important, but then there's just so much more to it. Like you said, like trauma and then like nervous system, limbic system, yeah. and just like our surroundings, and especially if you're like in fight or flight all the time, like it's just going to be very hard to heal. And yeah. so I think that it's, yeah, it's just so important to focus on that as well. Um, in the beginning of doing um, parasite cleansing, I experienced a lot of nervous system dysregulation and I would just react to everything, like react to foods. I would have tons of anxiety, lots of triggers. Um, even like moving from one room to the other or going outside was really hard. Like my body was just so reactive mm -hmm. to everything. Um, and then detoxing, like every time I had a day when I would when I would detox things like mold or parasites, it would be really hard, and I would have Hertz reactions. I think that's a, a big reason why people have a lot of histamine intolerance too, mm -hmm. is that their nervous system is really dysregulated and just reacts to everything around them and food especially. Mm -hmm. um, so doing that, like doing exercises for regulating your nervous system, can actually help you with food sensitivities mm -hmm. uh, and just being able to handle doing a detox better like I said before yeah for sure so what are some ways I guess to like help support the nervous system mm -hmm. there's like simple things that you can do every day that are free so like you can mm -hmm. um get in the sunshine every day you can do grounding you can do journaling um deep breathing meditation anything like that to just calm your body down and then there's some other programs that you can do um like DNRS, Gupta, mm -hmm. um, you can do MBSR, you can do um, Primal Trust, which is actually one I've been focusing on recently. Um, that incorporates a lot of brain retraining and um, somatic practices. So brain retraining is basically trying to rewire the neural pathways in your brain to think a different way. So anyone who's experienced trauma um, basically you're telling your brain over and over like that event is going to happen again and it's happening right now and your body can be triggered over and over again so you want to retrain your brain to tell yourself that that happened in the past and that you're safe right now so every moment of the day you just want to be convincing yourself that your body is safe and that there's no need to worry that that traumatic event has passed and that you want to just try to rewire your brain to think a different way basically. And then the somatic piece of it is really getting into your body and you can like put your hands on your chest or do like yoga or whatever you want to do. Um, basically like convincing your body to relax and prove to yourself that you're safe, but like connecting with your body and letting yourself feel those emotions and telling yourself they're not a bad thing. They're just protecting you. Um, so I found that primal trust is a really good program for incorporating both the brain and the body piece. Then you can also do um, like vagus nerve exercises. Um, the vagus nerve is something really important to focus on, trying to get yourself out of fight or flight and into a parasympathetic state to relax. Um, and then one of the most important 
important and I would say life-changing things that I've incorporated recently is a bio-tuner from, I think the company is called SOTA Instruments, S-O-T-A. Um, but I saw it from someone on Instagram, so I decided to try it. Um, and basically it, it's like, <clears throat> sorry, it's like this little device that you have and you put these little clips on your ears and it uses frequencies to balance your brain chemistry. And I was kind of hesitant at first because I just don't know anything about like that kind of thing, like frequencies and how it works with the body and like energy and stuff like that. Um, but I decided to try it because I was really desperate for help with anxiety and just doing anything to calm my body down. Um, and it worked, I would say within two to three days, like something clicked in my brain and I felt way more calm throughout the day. And like little things I worried about didn't worry me anymore. Um, I'm still not really 100% sure like how that works when it works with your brain chemistry, um, but it does work for me. And so <laughs> I would recommend people to look into that just to see um, if that would be an option for them. But basically any of these things are good options, like the programs I recommended um, and the free things you can do every day. I think it's very bio-individual what works for people. Um, some people may need more nervous system regulation, some people need less, some programs work better for other than other people. So it's kind of trial and error and just figuring out what works for you. Right, I think that's so, yeah, so key. And I think, yeah, especially just starting with like the free ways, obviously of like what, yeah, what you can just like do on the daily, um, I think are just so important. And then obviously, if you're still feeling, I guess, just like wired, like in fight or flight, yeah, definitely like check out the programs for sure. For sure. So what is one thing that you do to live nourished? I would say one of the biggest things I do right now um, is just being more intentional with my day and like making sure I'm spending time with people and doing things that make me happy. Um, I think when you're going through a lot of chronic symptoms and protocols for it and just focusing on your health a ton, it can be really hard to find joy in life. And just mm -hmm. when that's all you focus on, it's hard to, to like find things that make you happy. Um, so just really making it a priority to do that and spend time with people, go on a walk, um, just get outside even for five minutes every day and just mm -hmm. do little things. Um, I've been focusing on gratitude a lot too. And just like waking up and saying a couple of things I'm grateful for. And that's really helped. I know it sounds like it's not that big of a deal, but it really does help your brain get in a pattern of looking for things that are good around you. Um, yeah, I would say those are the main things. And then, you know, doing little hobbies like reading or baking or um, being intentional with my food and how I'm eating. Um, those things are good too. Mm, I love all those. Yeah. It's just like the simple joys that, yeah, yeah just to like, really basic, but it is really helpful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So where can everyone find you and connect with you? You can find me on Instagram. Most people know me by my name, Honest Living Co. Um, so it's at honestliving.co. That's right. the main platform that I'm using right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Kelly. I really enjoyed just hearing more about your story and yeah, just your health journey. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been so much fun.